Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Pod, our 10th episode, which is awesome. Last week, I knew that this week would be our 10th episode, and then I forgot all about it until like five minutes ago, and I was like, that's so cool. Well, to me, it is. I am your host, Elle, for those of you who don't know. Um, I hope everyone's been doing well and enjoying their summer. It was finally really, really nice for like a whole weekend in a row, which I appreciated. I got to go to the beach yesterday and I had so much fun. So I thought it would be a fun episode. I say that every single time. They're all fun, okay? I thought it would be a fun episode to do my personal toolbox. I know maybe you guys have heard of the therapy toolbox, but this is my personal toolbox that are intentional skills that I use in different situations or in everyday life for myself. I would love for this episode to serve you guys as a reflection just to see what's in your toolbox and if it's serving you well or not. With that being said, let's go. Before I talk about what's in my toolbox, this has been years in the making, so by no means do I want this to feel as pressure to anyone at all because at the end of this episode, someone may reflect back and say like, my toolbox is full of things that aren't helping me at all, which is totally okay. I want to help you guys recognize that and slowly start to incorporate things that can work. I'll tell you guys what mine consists of and how I apply it. And then you guys you guys can take part of that or whatever you feel speaks to you personally. So there are such things as a therapy toolbox. That's not really what this episode is about. This is, I guess, my personal toolbox of things I just wanted to because there is like a big difference. So I'll, you guys will understand as I go through it. So first and foremost, my spirituality is a key component of my toolbox. It fills me up like if I'm a car, that's my gas. <laughs> I start my day and try to end my day with gratitude and prayer. Before, I would put a lot of pressure on myself to make it perfect, like to make my prayer perfect. But it was turning into something unfun, like an unfun routine rather than a relationship. So I've been trying I've been trying to tell myself that perfection is not needed in this area specifically. Not everyone hearing this shares my beliefs. And although I'm not here to pressure anyone, I do believe that gratitude is just a universally good habit. I don't know if universally is a word, but I'm going to assume so. gratitude is a mindset changer if you do it enough it becomes engraved in your brain like you'll just go throughout the day looking at situations that may happen differently yeah a situation may have happened that sucked but you're grateful for the bigger things in life like being healthy and happy also I feel like the energy you exude is the energy you receive back If I wake up and I'm like, oh, this day is going to be so fucking long. Guess what? The day is long. If you wake up and you're like, I'm so grateful to be able to get up. I'm able to have a roof over my head, the food on my plate, the clothes on my back. Then it shifts your perspective. And I'm not on here to try to promote fake positivity because there are situations that are going to suck. But sweating the small stuff, like having, let's say, to go run an errand as much as you sweat the big stuff that 
maybe really does deserve that energy just makes for a life of unhappiness in my opinion my second tool would be breathing so underrated and underused and something so simple that we usually do without intentionally thinking about it but it's been a total 180 for me it wasn't about until two years ago that I realized that I was a mouth breather <laughs> like I just naturally breathe in and out of my mouth rather than my nose and that's such a bad bad capital B-A-D habit when you breathe through your mouth, you're not getting the necessary oxygen to your brain. And then guess what happens? Migraine. Well, in my case, a migraine. I went through a really, really tough time with my, my migraines to the point where I was on medication and I really hated it. And I knew that it had something to do with the way that I was living my life. And I prayed so hard for God to reveal to me what I was doing. And it came down to stress poor breathing and poor balance in my life and it was just like a recipe for disaster so slowly I stopped thinking that the company that I worked for I actually owned it like things were not mine and I couldn't control every situation I placed boundaries in my life I incorporated good foods like celery juice for months shout out to Sabrina. She really was the one who got me into that and started to breathe properly. And guess what? I've gotten so, so much better because I was miserable as fuck. And if any of you have migraines, please do not hesitate to hit me up. I would love to talk to you about it and just see if anything I implemented can help you too. Okay, but back to breathing. A lot of the time when I'm running around, I intentionally take a few seconds and take three big belly breaths. The way this works is you breathe in through your nose for three seconds and then you take like one quick deep breath like on top of the three second deep. Oh, how do I explain this? Okay, so you're like breathing in for three seconds and then you just go like... <gasps> like one more time through your nose and then you will feel it down in your belly and then you exhale slowly for three more seconds through your mouth guys guys don't underestimate this technique i don't know if i even explained it right i should like post a video i am genius idea i just thought about it on the spot i'm gonna post a video on it on the podcast page but it regulates your nervous system and it chills you the fuck out we have two nervous systems, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. And just to explain it quickly and not get so like sciencey. So your sympathetic is the flight or fight mode, the survival, your body stressed out, and your parasympathetic is the rest and digest state, which your body should be in most of the time. So for most of my adult life, I feel like I've been in my sympathetic state because of situations that I've been in emotionally or physically throughout the years. Training and rewiring my body to be in a rest and digest state is a constant intentional task and breathing is one of them. So next time that you're up and at it and you're just overwhelmed, take three big belly breaths. This isn't the only way to get yourself out of a fight or flight, but it definitely is a digestible habit and you can use it wherever. And it is like a known fact that it 
regulates your nervous system immediately. My third tool would be tasking. I'm a personality type A person, and I'm going to make an episode about personality types and their descriptions and stuff like that. But I'm definitely a personality type A person. So I like to control my environment. I'm dominant. I'm structured. I'm rigid. I can be impatient. And I like to be this way, but in like small doses. I also want to be able to go with the flow, to be okay with not having everything perfect and just be chill. So tasking for me is a mental struggle because I would love to get my whole to-do list done in one day and preferably in two hours of the day so I could have the rest of the day to relax. And it's so unrealistic. And when I try to put this unrealistic expectation on myself, I end up just like bad. So tasking for me is important. Having certain days of the day to do things and grouping them together to what makes more sense is key for me. I'm not going to put food shopping and laundry on the same day because each one of those tasks takes a long time and it would just be unhelpful for me to do that to myself. I'll group, let's say, laundry together with cleaning the downstairs of the house, right? I'll group together food shopping with maybe having to do an errand that requires me to go outside as well. I wouldn't group laundry with having to go run an errand because then I'm running against the time of my laundry. So like, do you guys see where I'm going in terms of tasking? Like whatever your lifestyle is, see if you can task it together and I'm sure it will help. For example, I am blessed to have a laundry in my house. I know that that's not... um, realistic for a lot of people so if you do have to do laundry outside then you can task that together with an errand that you do outside if you're food shopping you can task it together with something that you can do at home or something you can do outside like just take a look at what the days that you do stuff and see if it's making sense and if it is cool and if it's not I've feel like this is such a good helpful way for me to get stuff done My fourth tool is social isolation. I cannot be social for too long. People's energy sticks to me and whether it's good or bad energy, it does drain me. So it's extremely important for me to know when I'm going to be around people and that I prioritize after a time where I can be alone. Either that's eating food by myself like my favorite food, uh, taking a long shower, going to the mall on my own, or just taking a well-deserved nap. That one was quick. My fifth tool would be romanticization for everything I do. It's pretty self-explanatory. I know I've said this so many times, but being intentional and loving everything that I'm doing, even if it is a chore, like let's say cleaning the house, I try to love it. I try to set up the mood for it, and it goes by quicker and you really do end up enjoying. And my last tool would be podcasts and books. I got a really good feedback from a listener who sparked actually the idea for this episode. So shout out to Melissa. I actually posted like a snippet of what she said. And as much as we think that we may know, there's always so much to learn and unlock. And I'm always looking for inspo and new ways to better my wellness journey. I don't know how I lived my life before a podcast. I, I'm not exaggerating. I was more of a book girl. I love books 
so so much there's something about diving into a book so hard that you don't care about anything else you just look forward to that book and I love that feeling of wanting to come home and wanting to just lay down and read your book having a cute bookmark like just the whole vibe of it is something that I'm really really into and I haven't read many wellness books I'm more of like a rom-com girl but one of the books that I feel that would be really helpful and I'm pretty sure that you guys have heard of it it's called the four agreements the cool thing about that book is that no matter how many times you read it you always come out with a new perspective of it. It's also an affordable book. It's about $8 on Amazon and it's a very, very short read. Like it's a very thin book. So it's not like if you're not a book person, it's not like an intimidating book where it's like huge and like the text is pretty big. I don't know. I don't like books where the text is too small, maybe because I use glasses and maybe the words are too small. I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but if you if you know what I mean, then you know what I mean. Um, But podcasts are amazing and the biggest difference between a book and a podcast for me is that you can hear them while you're working, while I'm driving, while I'm cleaning up and those I actually do hear are wellness related. Currently my top favorites are Not Your Typical by Caitlin Nolan um, the Hot Girl Energy Podcast by Kaylee Stewart, and recently Girls Girls Gone Bible by Angela and Ariel. Amazing. I love them so much, and they're not heavy at all, and I will always learn something new, like uh, something that they're doing, something that they're implementing, a product. Like I just always come out with something new, and I really, really love that. I think everyone's toolbox should really be dependent on a goal as well. Your toolbox can fluctuate in different situations. Sometimes you may need more of one thing or of another, and there might come a point where you don't necessarily need one of the things anymore, and you can replace it with something else. You can add it and make it longer. My goal with my personal toolbox is to live a balanced, loving happy and healthy life and that's all I want for myself god willing I know this is something that I have to work on it's not gonna just happen for me because our mind is predispositioned to have 80% negative thoughts so that really only gives our mind 20% of a chance to have positive thoughts and it's it's a fact like google it So you definitely have to be intentional with incorporating things that will bring you positive results to your life. You can't just wait around for it, is what I think. Uh, Yeah, so that's the episode. Thank you guys so much for your feedback. I was really vulnerable in the last episode and you guys really did validate me and I really... You know, I have trust in myself, but it's also nice to hear if the people are liking what you're doing, because obviously I don't want to just be putting out something that people are not enjoying. So it really gave me like a like a push to keep going forward. So thank you so much. You can find me at thewellnesspod.co. That's my handle for Instagram. Follow, like, I'm posting cute reels. I'm trying to post more and engage more. I am going to start doing like small clips on TikTok. I just, I like to post pictures, but I don't know about videos yet. I'm, I have to get comfortable with it, but I'm going to push myself out of the comfort zone because I want you guys to get visuals as well. 
So thank you so much for your support. Share the podcast. Send this to somebody. Um, And yeah, I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.